wrestling fans, this is your host, good old KJ, and this is my NXT report for August 1st, 2018. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, I am back with another round of NXT reports. It's been a long time, I'll admit it's been way longer than I wanted it to be. You know, things get in the way, life is busy, it's summertime, life is good here in Coquelin. But tonight, I had to go, I had to say, you know what, KJ, it's time that you sit down in your corner office of the worldwide headquarters of Smart Mark Alley and get this done. It's time. So, with no more haste, I got it right here for you, ladies and gentlemen. August 1st, 2018, NXT Report. So... We started off with a nice little recap of what happened on last week's episode of NXT, where our new NXT champion was crowned, Tommaso Ciampa, getting the victory in the three-way match. You know, a beginning of a new era, if you will, within NXT. So, then we kicked off with some action, some tag team action, which was kind of a a trend on this show, at least in the first half hour or so, as Heavy Machinery took on The Mighty. This was my first time seeing The Mighty. I don't know whether they have been on NXT television, because, you know, I haven't been doing the reports. You know why? Don't tell anybody. I haven't been watching because, you know, some days it's just a little too much to try to watch 45 hours of wrestling every week. <gasps> Boo. I know, I know, ladies and gentlemen, I know. But after dealing with three hours of Monday Night Raw and, you know, two hours of SmackDown, which, you know, isn't always the greatest. I mean, it's, it's better than Raw in the majority of times, but not always the greatest. Of programming. Then when Wednesday comes, it's like, do I want to fire up the old phone or the tablet or the laptop? Log on to the 9.99 and watch NXT, or do I just want to sit here and watch Lucha Underground or maybe something that's not wrestling? <gasps> something that's not wrestling? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, it happens occasionally. I do watch something that's not wrestling. So anyway, I digress. So I haven't been watching NXT. But tonight I said, you know what, KJ, it's time. And I think I already told you all about this. So anyway, we started out this match hot. Very, very hot. And I gotta say, I was impressed by the Mighty. They definitely held in there with uh, with Heavy Machinery. It was a very hard-hitting match. Um, you know, they kept over and over and over again talking about this incident that had happened with uh, Tucker Knight being attacked at the Performance Center, you know, insinuating that it was the Mighty that had done it. I I don't know. I, like I said, I'm, I was kind of lost on all that. Anyway, in the midst of this really good tag team match, the Street Profits, who I have never seen anything that's impressed me whatsoever. I mean, my, my good friend, the Duke of Disputation, seems to like the Street Profits. I, like I said, I just haven't really seen anything to impress me from them. Anyway, they came out and was having a house party in the crowd. And it distracted the mighty for some reason. And Heavy Machinery, you know, uh, Tucker Knight managed to get the hot tag come in. Just like a, a steamroller <laughs> piece of Heavy Machinery, you get that? And absolutely destroyed the, uh, the mighty. And they picked up the win. So, Heavy Machinery back on track 
as they try to get back into the title picture in NXT. Excuse me if I happen to say MLW. I just I've got MLW on the mind right now for some reason, and I think it's because normally I was doing my MLW reports here on our anchor cast, but I decided to do this NXT thing and see how that works out. So anyway, then we came back with yet another tag team match. As we had Mustache Mountain taking on a enhancement team that I didn't catch the guys' names. And I apologize. I was going to go back and look at a report or something see if I could catch their names. But I got busy doing something else and I just didn't get it done. Um, it was actually, the these young guys had a really impressive showing, I, I have to say. As they really hung in there with Mustache Mountain. Um, but Mustache Mountain eventually picks up the victory. They then cut a promo saying we are back to full sail. And, you know, we didn't like what happened the last time we were here, which, of course, is when they lost the titles back to Red Dragon. But basically saying then setting up the rematch at TakeOver 4 in Brooklyn over SummerSlam weekend that it will be Mustache Mountain taking on... Red Dragon or the Undisputed Era, if you will, for them NXT Tag Team titles. So then we moved on to what was my favorite match of the night. You know, I mean, just because of one reason. And I'll tell you here in five, four, EC3! That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This was actually my first time of seeing EC3 since his NXT debut. I mean, I've seen bits and pieces, clips of him here or there. But this was the first time I actually got to see him in a full match in NXT. As he took on uh, Kanoa Reeves, who really impressed me, I have to say. Uh, What really did impress me even more than that was how much this crowd loved EC3, right down to the point of chanting NX3 over and over again, which I I thought EC3 was playing a heelish type character, but this crowd absolutely loved him, and I, I really thought that was cool. Like I said, Reeves impressed me. I think he's a young man with a lot of uh, upstart coming in his days ahead. He's got an impressive look, you know, not... Something that we see, you know, he's got the the blonde hair, and, you know, he's from Hawaii, so he's got the Hawaiian look. Uh, It kind of reminds me of Nato, in a way. But, uh, anyway, EC3 was in charge for most of the match, of course, when Velveteen Dream interrupted him, cutting a little promo up on the stage, which was basically just a distraction as Reeves then hit the Aloha drop, which was his version of the Samoan drop. That was for a quick three, or, I'm sorry, I apologize, a quick near fall. And then he uh, proceeded to talk and just talk trash in EC3's face, which allowed EC3 to recover. He hits the one percenter for the victory. So EC3 picks up an, a good victory here, even with the uh, distraction from Velveteen Dream. Then uh, we went to a little commercial break for, I believe, Miz and the Misses or something like that. And when we came back from that, we had a little... Uh, Backstage promo piece with CC3 basically saying, you know, tonight he took care of one of the top up-and-coming guys in in uh, NXT, and next he was going to deal with Velveteen Dream at TakeOver. TakeOver! A little uh, <laughs> throw out to our good friend Dorian Robinson on his one of his promo pieces. Take 
go over a whole lot of money. I know nobody understands that, but except the select few. So that's our little insider joke for the night. So anyway, then our main event of the evening featured Candice LeRae getting her long-sought-after shot at the NXT Women's Championship and Shauna Baszler. This, ladies and gentlemen, was a fantastic match. And if this is any indication of what we're going to see at the all-women's pay-per-view that WWE constantly has to remind us they're having in, what, October, then uh, that pay-per-view should be very good. I'm sorry, I don't mean to be... Uh, crapping all over WWE once again, but sometimes they deserve it, especially after the episode of Raw they put on this past week. It reminded me of Draven Blaze, folks. Blech. So anyway, I say that a lot, don't I? Well, anyway, this match was a you know just a fantastic match, back and forth. Both women showing their athleticism throughout it, as Shayna constantly going for submissions, Candice using her speed and finesse. Uh, she unfortunately had control of the match, went for the moonsault, Shayna got her in a rear naked choke, and tapped her out to re, re, not regain, retain the NXT Women's Championship. So great match, maybe we'll even get the rematch between the two of them, I, I could definitely see them doing that, if not at TakeOver, then down the line at the uh, Revolution pay-per-view. So that wraps up our NXT report in a nice under 10 minute segment here folks i hope you enjoyed listening i'm glad to be back doing them and maybe you know barring any more difficulties with wwe network that i did have tonight i may be able to get this on a weekly basis again as we get into the fall here and things start to calm down a little bit on the old homestead uh, i hope you enjoyed this and i hope when you you hear this in time to be able to check out smart mark alley's very special T3 True Test Tournament for True Wrestling live preview show tomorrow, well, later on today is uh, technically, on August 2nd, 2018, we'll be going live on Facebook roughly around 6.30, now, you know, bear with us, it is indie wrestling and we are a bunch of donut-hungry individuals who will be filing into the donut shop about 6 o'clock. But we're going to come on with a preview and prediction show for the T3 tournament, which is our favorite tournament of the whole entire year. You know, True always delivers here in central Pennsylvania. So we're really excited for that. Of course, Saturday, we have the True Test tournament that we will be attending in Berwick, Pennsylvania. And then that brings us into next week week which is of course apex wrestling at the fire tree in Williamsport, pennsylvania you can check out more on all these shows on our page on facebook also check out central pennsylvania wrestling uh it's a a, a wonderful page that i run <laughs> on facebook that has a lot of information you can check us out smart mark alley on twitter on the youtube we'll hopefully get something up on there on friday night as well And we thank you for listening to this, and check us out, leave a little feedback, and let me know what you thought, whether you got the link through the Twitter, the Facebook, wherever you might have found it, or if you're watching us on the uh, iTunes, or the uh, Spotify feature here on Anchor. Thank you for listening, as always, I am good old KJ, for Smart Mark Alley, adios and adios, and goodbye.